Good morning, this is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Friday the 25th of November 2022. Starting in Asia today, in Malaysia, Anwar Ibrahim has been declared Prime Minister. Anwar was named Prime Minister by the King, after his party received the largest number of seats in Malaysia's general election this weekend, but did not win a majority. Anwar has been an opposition leader since the 1980s and was deputy prime minister in the 1990s. However, from 1999, Anwar spent 10 years in prison on charges that his supporters say were politically motivated. In China, there have been protests around a factory which makes iPhones. Because of COVID-19 regulations and pay problems, the factory in Shengshu employs more than 200,000 people and it makes around 70% of the world's iPhones. There were protests in the same factory last month when some workers were locked in because of COVID-19 cases. Despite most countries now relaxing their coronavirus measures, China is still trying to prevent the transmission of COVID-19. However, yesterday, China reported the highest daily number of COVID cases since the pandemic began. In Qatar, Portuguese footballer Cristiano Ronaldo has become the first player to ever score in five different World Cups. Ronaldo, who is 37, first scored at the 2006 World Cup in Germany. Portugal beat Ghana 3-2. Europe. In Ukraine, around 70% of the capital, Kiev, is without power right now because of Russian missile and drone attacks. At least 10 people were killed by a set of Russian attacks on cities throughout Ukraine on Wednesday. The World Health Organization has said that a humanitarian catastrophe is coming to Ukraine, as hospitals may lose energy and water. Most analysts agree that Russia is attacking civilian targets in Ukraine, because its military is failing in its objectives. In an interview with CNN, former Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, Boris Johnson, said that before Russia's invasion of Ukraine, French leaders did not believe that it would happen. Italian leaders originally said that they couldn't support Ukraine, and German leaders suggested that it might be better if Russia was able to quickly conquer Ukraine. Johnson then said that after a few days, all European leaders realised that it was best to support Ukraine, as it was impossible to negotiate with Russian President Vladimir Putin. The French were in in denial right up to the last moment. The the Germans, for all sorts of sound economic reasons, really didn't want it to... uh, You know, they they were... I'll tell you a terrible thing. Uh, The German view was at one stage that if it were going to happen, which would be a disaster, then it were better for the whole thing to be over quickly and for Ukraine to to fold. 
and uh, I couldn't support that. I, uh, you know, that, you know, I, I thought that was a disastrous uh, way of looking at it. But I can understand why they thought and felt as they, they did. I remember the Italians, again, massively dependent on, on, on Russian hydrocarbons, at one stage simply saying you know, that they, uh, they would be unable to, to support the position we were taking. But then what happened was everybody, Germans, French, Italians, everybody, Joe Biden saw that there was simply no option because you couldn't negotiate with this guy. That's the key point. That's where the logic all, all, all breaks down when people call for a, a negotiated solution. There is no deal. He's right. not offering one. He doesn't even want one. Which takes me to this. And, and, and Zelensky isn't in a position to do one. His people wouldn't let him. In the United Kingdom, the Supreme Court has said that Scotland's parliament cannot hold a referendum on independence without permission from the UK Parliament. In 2014, there was a referendum on independence in Scotland. However, it was rejected by 55% of voters. The UK Parliament is blocking another referendum from taking place. Most opinion polls show Scotland equally divided between people who do and do not want independence from the UK. Africa. Nigeria's state energy company has started to drill for oil and gas in the north of Nigeria for the first time. President Muhammad Buhari recognised that the world is moving away from fossil fuels but said that it was important for Nigeria's economy. Nigeria has committed to reaching net zero carbon emissions by 2060. Kenya's government has said that it will stop the transportation of baobab trees to Georgia after complaints. Baobab trees can live for thousands of years, and nature experts have said that the trees are important for Kenya to maintain its natural environment. America's In the Dominican Republic, human rights groups say that the government is deporting thousands of Haitians back to Haiti. Haiti and the Dominican Republic share the island of Hispaniola in the Caribbean, and many Haitians cross illegally into the Dominican Republic because of poverty and other problems in Haiti. The rights group Menamid said that in just nine days, 20,000 people were deported to Haiti, including some unaccompanied children. And in Peru, an ancient mural has been rediscovered after more than a hundred years. The Wagabintara, a multicoloured picture over a thousand years old, was first found in 1916. However, movements of earth covered the picture and it was lost until a team of students uncovered it again this week. That's your world news for this week. A big thank you to Andreas in Austria and Adam in Poland for becoming our newest supporters. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to help to support us, then go to send7.org support. Supporters can also read the transcripts of every episode of Send7 
going back more than two years. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great weekend and I will see you on Monday.